Hey everybody, this is Nimrosh, the Queen Dawn from across the pond. And right now, you are locked on to the gig edition of Jazz E Lounge. Today on the lounge, it's all about that gig. Getting that gig. You know what I'm talking about when artists say, yeah, I'm gigging tonight. Yeah, I got that gig going on next week. That gig is what pay my bills. Well, we gonna talk about the gig. What it means to gig. What is a gig? And how it benefits the artist. This is LaRoche. We still in Black History Month 2022 going hard. So come on back and check out Jazzy Lounge, the podcast. Hey everybody, this is LaRoche and as promised, I am back. Today is all about the gig. And I have an interview coming up later on this week. And it's with a bass player out of Cleveland, Ohio. And one of the things I told him to list for me so I can get a little more information about him as the artist was just a list of people he's played with. So that meant the people he has gotten a gig with. So I wanted to check out the gigging side of the musician's life. And so I started off with the Merriam-Webster Dictionary of the word gig. (laughs) And uh, first thing it says is a job, usually for a specified time, especially an entertainer's engagement. Gig as a verb is gigging gigging it's a verb you know what i mean it's action to work as a musician so i wanted to talk about musicians who actually get work and get those gigs because a lot of the artists i talk to they get those gigs they're performing and doing their things but what does it mean to gig as the side person not as the lead but as a you know somebody in the band so when I think about them gigs them old school gigs that was going through jazz I think about Miles Davis I think about his quintet you know what I'm saying they got gigs young people like Ron Carter and uh, at the time we got Tony Williams on drums and young Herbie Hancock, they were getting gigs to play with Miles Davis. And I also think about, you know, people like Cannonball Adderley, who had, you know, incredible, incredible artists that were playing with him, and as well as, you know, Youssef Latif. Uh, so they were getting gigs to go play and kick it. And, you know, I did an interview with Gary Bartz, and he was uh, able to get a gig with Miles Davis. You know what I'm saying? So the gig was uh, a term that musicians use, but it was also something significant when it came down to musicianship and artistry. So I want to really focus on the gigs. Artists like McCoy Tyner, who put it down on piano for John Coltrane. You know what I'm saying? That was a gig. And um, other people and other artists. When I think about Kenny Garrett, Kenny Garrett was on many gigs when he was kicking it with Miles Davis and playing with Miles Davis. That was a gig, you know what I mean? So the gig was important for many reasons. Um, it, It could really launch your career. It could pay your bills. 
and take you to a level that you can never even imagine. So when I want to think about the gigs, I want to think about everybody who is able to not only know music to travel, but can read music, read and write music. You know what I'm saying? People like Herbie Hancock in particular, who was composing music. So, uh, hey, we just getting started. It's still Black History Month, baby. It's Lamarosh. This is Jazz E. Lounge, the podcast. So come on back. A gig, by definition, is a single professional engagement of one or more performers, especially of jazz or rock musicians. His band has a gig at a club in New Jersey. This is Limrash, the Queen Dawn from across the pond, and right now you are locked on to Jazz E Lounge. It's all about the gig, the artist's gig on today's show. And I just want to remind my listeners to check out all of my social media outlets so that I'm going to start posting my favorite gigs that I've seen in collaborations on YouTube, especially the ones that have Miles Davis and young cats like Marcus Miller. Oh yeah, I'm going to call him young cat because he is young. He still looks good as well. People like Kenny Garrett who's still doing his thing all across the world right now. So I'm going to talk about those gigs as well and shout those brothers out. But in particular, I want you to check out my interview with the legendary, the living legendary, Gary Bartz. Gary Bartz was... Oh my goodness, he was uh, cutting edge. He was a person who was in tune with not only his music, but his culture. And he um, exhibited everything about that in his music. And I want you to check that out because he had one of the most incredible gigs of, of, I believe, in his lifetime. It might not have been in his lifetime, but I think it was. He was actually able to play with Miles Davis. And I talk about many people can play with Miles Davis, but not many can say I played with Miles Davis on Bitches Bro. And Gary Bartz can say just that. So when you got a gig to play with Miles Davis, baby, that was the most incredible gig you could get. So if you leave me a message and talk to me about some of the the outstanding or legendary gigs and players and artists that was able to land those jobs with, you know what I'm saying, these serious artists. There's a lot of artists out there right now. There's a lot of young artists I've seen at jazz festivals that are gigging with, you know, people like Stanley Clark and Kamasi Washington as as well as uh, Dee Dee Bridgewater and Diane Carroll and, and uh, Esperanza Spaulding. You know, people like that, they're getting some serious gigs to perform around the world. And I'm going to just shout them out for Black History Month. You know what? I'm going to close it out and I'm going to talk about one more incredible gig. And I, I always go back to the legends. You know what I mean? The legends. And I'm going to look at and talk about, briefly, gigs like Louis Armstrong, 
Billie Holiday gigs that they did together. How incredible. People, you know, uh, Lena Horne and and uh, Louis Armstrong, Quincy Jones and <laughs> Diana Ross and you know, we can go on and on, but I'd like for you to support this podcast, leave me a message, talk about those gigs. You think that people were just, you know what I mean, just dynamic in appearance. This is Lamrush. Check me out later on this week, uh, Thursday, the 24th of February, 2022. I'm going to interview a cat that's from Cleveland, a bass player, and uh, Wolfgar Darkenwald, he has a he has a unique name as uh, altogether, very mysterious. And uh, he said he didn't pick up a a, a, a guitar uh, until like he was in his 40s. So I'm gonna make sure that was correct what he said. Listen, this is Lamrush saying ciao for now. Be good to one another. <laughs>